Joshua, uh, today I want to talk about tearing down the walls. I want to give you some principles of how to tear down the walls in your life. Sister V kind of illustrated what it, what it means, what it takes just now. Now I get it. You, You may be like, I ain't running around no church. But man, let me tell you something. When you know in your heart that a wall has been torn down, you'll run like a free person too. (laughs) See, a lot of us are not free. We're still shackled. And, And when you're shackled, it's hard to, yeah, you can't move. Josh, Joe, Moses is dead. Joshua, we'll do chapter six. Now I'm, yeah, Joshua chapter six, uh, verse, we'll do verse one, but, but I, before I go to verse one, I want to back up to the context. Uh, and, and, and let me say this. There are a couple things, three, three things I want to tell you about Joshua, the context to chapter, to verse six. Joshua is given a charge by God. He had to fill some big shoes. Right? He had been following Joshua all, I mean, Moses all his life. He had been walking alongside Moses. He had been learning from Moses. Matter of fact, he was one of the ones that went in and spied out Canaan. Not knowing that he would be the one that would lead them into Canaan. Lord have mercy. You see, you don't know why God sent you here. We don't know who the next pastor is going to be here. Come on, somebody. We don't know who God is going to raise up to be the next evangelist that will change the world. We don't know how many churches are going to be birthed out of here. We don't know who's going to carry us over into Canaan. Amen. We don't know. But we do know that God is working. And if God has placed you in this house, you are in the right place. Amen. And so Joshua's duty was to be there and assist the pastor all the way. He was all in. Joshua and Caleb are the only two Young men that came back and gave a good report about the land. You're taping all this, right? Okay. And so when Joshua and Caleb came back, they said, listen, everything looks good, y'all. The others, you know, the other ten, you know what they said? Man, we can't do that. Shoot, that's too hard. Shoot, them people look like, man, we look like grasshoppers. They Shoot, they giants. The fruit's big. I mean, we. it's impossible. Have you ever talked to yourself out of something? See, the walls began in Israel's mind when when they sent those guys over to spy out the land and they brought back a bad report. Walls were erected. Even though God told them that the land was theirs, they still did not believe it was theirs. Amen. Moses now gets mad and he forfeits his his passage into Canaan. And now we find that Joshua now, God gives Joshua a charge. Amen. Watch this. Watch chapter 1 verse 1. It says, now it came about after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, 
that the Lord spoke to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' Moses' servant, Moses' what? Servant, saying, Moses, my servant is dead. Now, therefore, what? What? Cross this Jordan, you and all this people, to the land, what? Which I am, what? Giving you. And every place on which the sole of your foot treads, I have given it to you, just as I spoke to Moses. First thing I want to tell you in context is this. You have to overcome the fear of moving forward. All right, this is not my points yet. This is just my contextual points. You have to overcome the fear of going forward. Listen, can you imagine he's been following Moses all his life and now he's left to make the decisions. That can be scary. Come on, somebody. That can be, you can, you can be like super afraid that now the responsibility is placed on you to take care of your family. The responsibility will be placed on you to take care of this situation. But here's the thing. If you're going to tear down the walls, you have to overcome the fear of moving forward. But watch what God says to Moses, to, to Joshua. Look what he says. He told them that everything is, is, is for him. Everything belongs to him. In other words, wherever you put your foot is going to belong to you. God has given a charge to Joshua. Look at verse 4. He says, from the wilderness and this Lebanon, even as far as the great river, the, Euphra- the river of Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites, as far as the great sea towards the setting of the sun will be what? Will be your territory. Could it be that we're not possessing what we really need to possess because we're afraid to move forward? Amen. If God gave you the charge to go forward, you take, you take the charge and you move forward. Watch this. It says, no man will be able to stand before you all the days of your life. Just as I've been with who? Moses, I will what? Be with you, I will do what? I will not fail you. I will not fail you. I will not fail you or what? Be strong. Here's the next contextual point you want to write down. You have to overcome your inner obstacles. (laughs) You can't, walls are not going to come down in our lives if we are still dealing with the obstacles within us. Hello, somebody. Fear. Insecurity. Doubt. Come on, somebody. Pain. Post-traumatic stress syndrome. Amen. <laughs> Amen. From, from, from past stuff that has happened. Why did God have, and God would, and God repeated to Joshua several times. He had to repeat to him, Leah, what happened? Uh, it, it sounds different than last night. Um, he had to repeat to him, be strong and courageous. Be strong and courageous. Tell your neighbor, you got to overcome that inner obstacle. Look at verse 7. He says it again. Only be what? Strong and what? 
Now he says, not just courageous, but very courageous. Be careful to do according to what? All the law which Moses, my servant, which my which Moses, my servant, commanded you. Right? Watch this. You ready for this? The next contextual point is you have to obey God's word. So with this presupposition, this is preparation before the walls come tumbling down. You have to first what? Secondly, put this, and insecurities. And then lastly, you have to obey God's word. God's word is the map. It is the blueprint. It is the everything you need if the walls are going to come tumbling down. Can I share something with you? Many of us are trying to tear down walls our way. But not the way that God tells us to do it. Through his word. Let's fast forward to chapter 6 now. Chapter 6 now. they uh, Okay so from chapter 1 all the way to chapter 6. What they have done now. They have done all the preparation. And now they're getting ready. Boom. Tell your neighbor they're getting ready to go into Jericho. They, they're getting ready to. To face their Jericho. They're getting ready to face those walls. They spend time praying. They spend time preparing. Joshua's getting stronger. He's getting better. He's getting wiser. He's getting stronger in God's word. He got the priest together. He got the people together. They got a praise party going on. They did all of this. They went to their stations. I wish I had somebody. And now it's time to move forward. Now it's time. Listen, the city of Jericho, amen, it is the first real obstacle that they face in their new Canaan life. Come on, somebody. See, can I tell you something? This life will not be without obstacles. But every season that you go through, God has a new obstacle for you. <laughs> But you got to know how to overcome those obstacles by applying the principles of his word. And you ain't got to shout. You ain't got to get frustrated. You don't have to fall apart if you obey his word. Are you with me? Watch this. Watch what he says. Watch what he says. Chapter 6 verse 1. He says, he says, now Jericho was what? You know why? They were scared. They knew something was coming. Because of the sons of who? You don't know, right? Those walls are more intimidated by you than it, than you by it. But see, you're on the other side of the wall, not knowing that everybody inside those walls are scared of you. Satan is scared of you. If you really pray, if you really praise, if you really shout. Oh, I don't think you're hearing me. Watch this. Watch what he said. He says, the son, no one went out. In other words, they were on lockdown. Amen. Watch this. He says, he says, the Lord said to Joshua, circle that word in your Bible, or highlight it in your 
whatever you got. He said what? See. See what? <laughs> See what? Put the first point on the screen for me. Your walls are going to come down. I have to see, you have to see your walls from God's perspective. In other words, how do you see it from God's perspective? God says, see, amen. I have given Jericho what? Tell your neighbor it's already yours. See, between what God wants to give you is an obstacle. But it already belongs to you, so you have to see it from this perspective that trouble don't last always. That weeping may endure for a night, joy is going to come in the morning. That I may have a setback, but boy, I'm preparing for my comeback. Come on, somebody. And when I see it from God's perspective, I have what? Hope. Because what God is really trying to do in me, he's trying to build some patience in me so that he can prepare me to possess what he already has given me. Do I have a witness? And when we see it from God's perspective, God said, see, <laughs> I have already, I have given Jericho into your hand with its king and the valiant, what? Warriors. Look at the next verse. Look at verse 3. You shall march. Now here's the instructions. You shall march around the city. All the who? Where the men at? <laughs> Circling the city what? Once. You shall do so for how many days? Give me the next point. You want them walls to come down. You got to step out on faith and stay consistent. You can't just do it one day. You got to do it for the full six days. So whatever wall that's in your life right now, you got to step out on faith. And you got to stay consistent, boo, because guess what? You get tired on one turn. Come on, somebody. But tell your neighbor this. See, tell your neighbor seven is the number of completion. Tell your neighbor, doing it once ain't just going to do it. Tell your neighbor the reason why you want to do it seven times, because every time you walk around that wall, you start seeing it from God's perspective. You start seeing something different about that wall, and then you start realizing, oh, this ain't that hard. Then your third time you come around, you start seeing something else. You start seeing it from God's perspective. You say, oh, that ain't that hard. And then you start seeing it from another angle, and then you start saying, oh, it ain't that hard. And every time you walk around that wall, I wish I had somebody. Your faith is growing. Your consistency is growing. And all of a sudden, stuff start happening. See, we want to shout before we circle. We want to shout before we do the hard work. It ain't time to shout yet. It's time to walk. It's time to survey. Amen. It's time for us to step out on faith and stay consistent. Watch this. Watch what he says next. Watch what he says next. Watch this. Verse 4. I'm almost done. Watch this. I got, I got good time. Also, seven what? See, a lot of people try to do it without the past. 
<laughs> I don't even understand how you can live your life without being pastored. Without being mentored. Without being counseled. Without being prayed for. Without having some form of accountability to somebody more spiritual than you. Because you know you spiritual, boo. Watch this. You want them walls torn down? You can't crawl up in your bed and cry every night by yourself. You can't go hide somewhere at the at, at happy hour. You will stick out like a sore thumb. Because you don't belong there. I wish I had somebody. Watch what it says. Watch what it says. It says, you the what? It says, also seven priests. I'm sorry. Yeah, seven priests shall carry seven trumpets of ram horns before the ark. Then on the seventh day, oh, Lord, you shall march around the city, what? Seven times, and the priest shall blow. Trumpet, give me the next point right quick. You have to surround yourself. I don't think y'all hearing me. You need some people in your life who know how to blow a horn. You you need some other people around you. You try you self-made self. Listen, you need somebody else spiritual around you. You got to surround yourself with the priest. You got to surround yourself with some people who can stand in agreement with you, who can stand in agreement and saying, listen, we can pray our way through these walls. We can tear down these walls together because we marching together. Verse five. Verse five says, I got two points from verse five. It shall be. <laughs> Now I want to I want to help somebody. Now I got this from somebody, but I want to explain it. It shall be that when you make the long a long blast with the ram's horn, and when you hear the sound. Of the trumpet. I'm talking about tearing down walls. Could be the next point. You have to make a sound that precedes the move of God. And that sound has to be not complaining, but praise. You got to do what Sister V just did. Lord, I want this wall, I want this financial wall in my life to come crumbling down. Lord, I need this relational, I need, Lord, I need to make, listen, and the sound that you make, this is a war cry. I don't think you're hearing me. This is a war cry. See, you got to know that you're in a battle. I'm not talking about, eh. I'm talking about you got to get loud with that thing. You got to make a sound in your heart. You got to make a sound with your lips. You got to praise God because you know you coming out of this, but you are alerting your, your enemies that you coming in. Lord have mercy. 
You are telling the devil. Oh, I'm fun. I'm about to bust that thing down. By the sound that you make. By the praise in your heart. Your situation was never intended to make you bitter. But you got to make a sound. Watch this. Watch this. Look what he said. Look what he said. And all the people shall what? What what kind of shout? There's a difference between praise and shouting. (laughs) One is done out of a heart that says, God, I adore you. And the other one is done out of the joy that you receive from praising him. That's joy shout. Hallelujah. Glory. Come on, somebody. He made a way out of nowhere. You don't understand my shout this morning. My shout comes after my praise. <laughs> See, I've lifted my hands, but now, hey, I'm going to say it like this. It's shouting time. It's shouting time. Watch this. Watch this. Last point is. Last point. You have to shout. The text says, look what it says. It says, all the people shall shout with a great shout. And the wall of the city will fall down what? Flat. And the people will go, every man, tell your neighbor, we going straight ahead. Tell your neighbor, we ain't taking no detours no more. Tell your neighbor, we ain't going around our walls no more. No, 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 no. Tell your neighbor, we're walking straight. Now, let me ask you something. Did you lift a finger to move the wall? All you did was raise your hands and you praise God and you open your lips and your heart says, God, I believe you. And your walls will come tumbling down. Give God a hand clap of praise.